to the Very Well Mind podcast. We've interviewed over 100 authors, experts, entrepreneurs, athletes, musicians, and others to help you learn strategies to care for your mental health. This episode is hosted by psychotherapist and best-selling author Amy Morin. Now let's get into the episode. You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that can help fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. Today, I'm talking about how to create an environment that is conducive to building mental strength. Before I talk about what it means to change your environment or when to do it, though, I want you to think about how you might answer the following questions. If you work in a really stressful environment and it's starting to impact your health, should you change jobs? Or should you work on finding ways to manage your stress better? If you aren't happy with the place that you live, should you practice more gratitude? Or should you move to a new place? And finally, how about if you feel bad about the size of your body? Should you work on losing weight? Or should you practice accepting yourself just the way that you are? Well, there's no absolute right angle to tackle a problem. But we get into patterns where we tackle all of our problems from the exact same angle sometimes. That's where the real problem comes in. Some people always work on themselves when they feel like something isn't going well. They take a deep breath and try to force themselves to do better or to feel better, no matter how tough the situation is that they're in. Other people always try to fix the situation. If they're not happy, they change jobs, they move to a new place, they end a relationship, or do anything that they can to create the perfect environment when the real problem is that they lack inner peace. Most of what I talk about on the podcast and in my books is about how to build inner strength so you can cope with whatever life throws your way. When we're not happy with ourselves or we want to be happier or less anxious, quite often we think the change needs to come from within. We think the solution is to work harder on fixing ourselves. We chalk up our problems to character flaws, moral weaknesses, lack of skills, or a lack of mental strength. But sometimes the problem isn't with us. It actually is the environment. Making a few changes to the outer world could go a long way toward helping you build inner strength. I've worked with a lot of therapy clients over the years who found themselves in unhealthy situations. But rather than change the circumstance, they kept trying to change themselves. We all do this sometimes. We work too many hours and then get mad at ourselves for not being good at time management. When the real problem is that we were trying to cram way too much work into way too little time. Or we get into a relationship that isn't right for us, and rather than change the relationship, we change ourselves. We often beat ourselves up for not being good enough when in reality, we put ourselves in nearly impossible situations. I'll give you a few examples from my therapy office. There was a woman in her mid-40s who came to see me because she was so anxious that she couldn't sleep. She said she wanted to work on her anxiety because she was struggling to function. Her explanation was that the anxiety was just really sudden and it had started about a month ago. So I asked her whether anything in her life had changed around that time. To which she then said, well, yes, I was having an affair with my boss. We'd been having this affair for several months. About one month earlier, her husband and the boss's wife discovered the affair. So she and the boss moved in together that same night. She said, you know, I moved into my boss's house and he asked his wife to leave. Before I knew it, I was living in her home with 
my boss, who's now also my partner, and his teenage children, whom she'd never even met before. And all of the boss's belongings were there. My husband and my three children didn't have any contact with me anymore. I don't have any of my own belongings. Life is just really weird. She said, I kind of feel like I just took over my friend's life. I can't go back now and change things because I have nothing. And if I left, I wouldn't even have a job. She was in hopes that therapy was going to help her with her anxiety. But the truth was, she should have felt anxious. Her entire world was flipped upside down. She had enjoyed the affair with her boss, but she never imagined they'd have a relationship. She never intended for any of this to happen. And she never planned on leaving her family. So while she could have come to therapy to learn some breathing exercises or some meditation skills, it wasn't going to help her anxiety. Instead, she had to develop a healthier plan for herself. So within a few weeks, she decided that she was going to quit her job. She moved in with her parents and she spent some time focusing on what she wanted to do next. She had to work through a lot of feelings before she could make any long-term decisions. And before she could expect herself to feel better, she really had to figure out what kind of change did she want to make to her environment. Here's another example. A man came into my therapy office because he was irritable toward his wife and his kids, and he felt bad about that. He really wanted to be a good dad, and he really wanted to be a good husband, which to him meant working really hard to provide for his family. He worked as a mechanic, and he worked as much overtime as he could meaning that he often worked at least 70 hours a week. His wife homeschooled their kids. So when he got out of work, he wanted to give her a break from all of those parenting duties that she had. And he also wanted to make sure that he did his fair share of cooking and cleaning. But he found himself really short on patience. When his kids didn't pick up their toys, he would yell. And if they didn't move fast enough to brush their teeth, he yelled. He said he felt like his nerves were just on edge all the time. And he came to see me because he'd started blaming himself for being a bad dad. But the real reason he was so irritable was because he was working so many long hours, he wasn't getting enough sleep, and he really didn't have any spare time to take care of himself. He had to make some changes in his life if he wanted to be less irritable. That meant cutting back on work a little bit, sleeping a little more, and allowing himself to have fun once in a while. But much like him, we often think that we should be strong enough to handle anything, and we put ourselves in situations that kind of set us up for failure in the end. Fortunately, though, there are steps you can take to modify the environment in ways that will help you feel mentally stronger. Here are five things you can do to create an environment that's conducive to building mental strength. Number one, ask yourself, do I need to change the situation or change how I feel about the situation? So often we tackle the problem from the wrong angle. Let's say you have a huge pile of bills and not enough money to pay them and you have a lot of anxiety about it. The solution isn't to learn new breathing skills, although deep breathing might help you feel better for a minute. The real solution is to work on developing a plan to tackle your debt. That's not to say that you shouldn't do breathing exercises, but changing your situation is sometimes the key to being able to build mental strength over the long term. Number two, make your good habits easily accessible. Our brains are programmed to take the path of least resistance in almost everything that we do. And if we encounter even the slightest challenge along the way, we get really tempted to just change course. So it's important to make your good habits easily accessible. Then you won't waste your precious brain power overcoming obstacles to get to your healthy habits. So put the healthy snacks within reach so you aren't tempted to eat the cookies. Leave your gratitude journal on your nightstand so you remember to write in it before bed. Set a reminder on your phone to take your medication. 
do everything you can to set yourself up for success, then it becomes easier to keep building mental strength. And number three, make unhealthy habits tougher to access. Sometimes people put themselves in unhealthy situations under the premise that they should be strong enough to handle anything. But that's not true. If you're trying to eat a healthier diet, don't surround yourself with junk food all day. If you want to stop drinking, stop going to happy hour after work. You only have so much mental energy, and the last thing you want to do is waste your brain power fighting temptations all day long. Invest time into making any unhealthy habits tougher to access. It can make a huge difference. I once worked with this woman who was trying to eat healthier, but her partner kept a fair amount of sweets in the house and usually kept them on the countertop in the kitchen. So they made a deal that they'd keep the junk food on the highest shelf in the back of the pantry out of sight. If my client wanted a cookie, she'd have to go get a chair to even reach the cookies. That one little change made it so she didn't just grab a snack every time she walked through the kitchen. And when she thought about having a cookie, she often decided it just wasn't worth the effort to go get the chair to be able to reach up onto the top shelf. So think about any unhealthy habits you want to change and make them harder to access. Then you'll have a lot more mental energy to use on the things that matter most. Number four. Pay attention to the people you let into your life. I had a woman come into my therapy office saying that she wanted me to help her feel more confident so she could stand up to her boyfriend who called her names. But the reason she lacked confidence was because she was being verbally abused all day. It was taking a huge toll on her mental health. The people around you greatly impact your psychological well-being. And while it would be easy to say you should only surround yourself with positive people who inspire you, the truth is that's not reasonable. All human beings struggle, and just because your friend develops depression doesn't mean you can't be friends with them. Or if you have a parent with some serious mental health problems, you don't necessarily need to cut them out of your life. But you can establish boundaries. That might mean not answering your phone if you have an ex who calls you late at night to tell you about their problems. Or it might mean saying no to somebody who asks a lot of favors from you. Take a look around at the people around you. You might decide it's best to end some relationships. Other times, you might decide it's better to just change the way you interact with people. And you might want to start looking for some new people in your life. Remember that emotions and behaviors can be contagious, but so can kindness and happiness. The people around you make a huge difference to your mental strength. And number five, manage your physical environment. This one seems obvious, but it's often overlooked. If you're having trouble staying on task because you keep checking your phone, Put it on airplane mode or set it to do not disturb for 30 minutes so you can concentrate or clear the clutter off your desktop that keeps distracting you. The same goes for your house. If you're stressed out all the time, but you're living in a house that's overflowing with clutter, bags of trash and dirty clothes, your space is going to add to your stress. I know it's tough to get organized, though, when you feel awful, but sometimes organizing your space is the first step to helping you feel calmer on the inside. I can probably do a whole episode just on managing your physical space down the road because there are so many things to consider. Everything from the lighting in the room to the temperature to the colors of the walls all affect how you feel. The last thing you want to do is be in a space that drains your mental strength. You want to control what you can. And if you can create an environment that makes it conducive to building mental muscle, you'll be able to work smarter and not just harder. So those are five changes you can make to the outside world to help you build more inner strength. Ask yourself whether you need to change the situation or how you feel about the situation. 
make your good habits easily accessible, make your unhealthy habits harder to access, be mindful of the people you allow into your life, and manage your physical space. Take a look around once in a while at the things you can do to create an environment that allows you to be the strongest and best version of yourself. You might find a few small changes makes a big difference. Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share the episode with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the Very Well Mind podcast, you can head to verywellmind.com slash podcasts.